0: Follow us on Twitter at Radio St. George. This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we now present to you On the Arts, an hour of discussion and discovery about the arts in St. George in Southern Utah. And now your hosts for On the Arts, Michael and Christina Harding. Good afternoon, St. George. Hello. This is Michael Harding.
1: And
2: this is Christina Harding.
1: And we are here as On the Arts, yes, that show that is back. dedicated to blowing the lid off of all of yeah. those little artistic secrets that we have here in Southern Utah. Yes. Not only here in St. George, but up in Cedar City, everywhere mm-hmm. around here. And... I've been really struck by the fact that all of these artistic offerings are spreading out. We now have Santa Clara Shakespeare. Yes,
2: that's and they start. They will open in April, I believe, with a Midsummer Night's Dream. And we've also Two got weeks. things mm-hmm. going
1: on in Ivan's. Of course, we've got Tuacon. Uh, not mm-hmm. only the Tuacon Amphitheater, but also Tuacon High School. Mm-hmm. I believe they have a production Working. of a show called Working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. a musical going on right now. Mm-hmm. That's a totally fun one.
2: And out in Hurricane, they have Taffetas opening pretty soon. Right
1: at the Hurricane mm-hmm. Valley Little Theater. Yep. Mm-hmm. And also, we've got Altar Boys going on right now <laughs> at right. the Electric Theater. Electric the
2: Theater, yes. We're, well, a lot of theater going on right now, and a lot of concerts coming up, too. I know Dixie State University has a few concerts. You can go to their website and look up all of their music concerts, but I know that's starting to happen. So it's exciting. We'll yeah. try to
1: get you a little more information as well. There's a yeah. really interesting one coming up that's using a lot of uh, Dixie State faculty, music faculty, mm-hmm. and that's going to be out at Cayenta, and it's a Baroque music yeah, concert. Yeah. And I've been walking by the costume shop of the Dixie State Theater. Are they Are dressing up? They're making the costumes for it.
2: Yes. (gasps) I can't wait.
1: It's going to be a lot of fun. Are they all going to wear makeup too? Um, Probably. We're hoping they don't use the lead-based stuff Uh, that they would have at the time. But uh, we've progressed since then. Ah,
2: yes, haven't we? (laughs) But there's
1: also the Sears Gallery, the exhibition that is still going on right now, the Sears Expo. A lot of the pieces have sold. I'm happy to say, but they are still on display. Mm -hmm. And you can see most of the original pieces from the Invitational. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, my absolute favorite is right inside the door. (laughs) And that's a sculpture. Usually, I really do love all the paintings. And we've talked about uh, my love for the artist, Julie Rogers and her. We will have her her on the
2: show soon, yes.
1: (laughs) I hope so. Yes, we will. And, of course, Del Parson is represented there, a former guest of our show, as well Mm -hmm. as several other local artists. Mm -hmm. Some really, really fun stuff to look at. And uh, just lots of opportunities out there. And there's
2: also a show going on right now at Dixie State University in the Black Box Theater called The Wake of Jamie Foster. And I hear that that is doing very well, Michael. Am I correct?
1: It's doing very well. Now, uh, the director (laughs) is one of the best directors in Southern Utah. I heard that. Who is Um, this
2: director, Michael Harding? It's a
1: gentleman named Michael Harding, as a matter of fact. Oh,
2: wow. Now, I've got several friends
1: out there who are directors who are turning off their radios right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But no, it it is actually quite a good production, and it's been being received quite well. Uh, It's not a title. That a whole lot of people know. Mm -hmm. A lot of people have heard of the playwright, Beth Henley, of Mm -hmm. course, uh, who's very well known for writing the play Crimes of the Heart.
2: Yes, and I believe you've been talking to her by email.
1: Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We've been having a wonderful conversation. She actually teaches at uh, Loyola Marymount Mm -hmm. in California. And it's amazing when you discover that these artists, these playwrights, these composers, Mm -hmm. they're real people. Ah. They have email addresses. Wow. Yeah, The the conversations are wonderful. (laughs) And I I do want to share about this particular production. It's become very near and dear to the hearts of all of us who have worked on it, particularly Mm -hmm. the actors. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love about this script It is one of the more non-known, if Mm -hmm. you will, or unknown, I guess I can speak English, Mm -hmm. um, of Beth Henley's. But something that struck me about her response to the fact that we were doing it was she was incredibly supportive, but also incredibly thankful. Mm -hmm. Because apparently this play was extremely personal to her. Extremely so. And the amount of dedication and the amount of being touched that the cast has had, she's been indicating that it's equal to her passion for it as she wrote it.
2: And that shows too with her your students right now. You have a freshman who's a lead this year. She surprised you at auditions. Mm-hmm. And we've watched her growth the past few months with this play and how and I think it's so inspiring how this playwright's words have inspired this young student and how she's grown as a person by pl- portraying this character. And I th- I think that just watching the growth of these young women in your show has been so inspiring. Well, mm-hmm. say mm-hmm. In
1: all of them. It's occasionally in one's career, I should say whether it be as an artist or a teacher, you have that occasional show that is, or that occasional project that is incredibly special. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, I think everybody who's involved with Wake of Jamie Foster feels the same way about it. Mm -hmm. And our audiences have been increasing as we've gone along. At first, there was kind of this trickle in of people saying- Well, I think they were expecting a musical. (laughs) They really were, I think. Wake with an exclamation point. (laughs) Um, and actually, people were surprised. And we did have a couple who was here from Colorado, as a matter of fact. Mm-hmm. And they were just looking for something to do on the opening night. And they came in and you know, said, is there a theater piece going? I said, well, yes, The Wake of Jamie Foster. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, well, we're in the mood for something light. Is this going to be good? <laughs> And I said, well, it's not light. It's It's not a musical. (laughs) It's extremely heavy. And they decided, well, we'll go in, but we'll probably leave at intermission. We don't want you to be offended. And they stayed through the whole thing. I'm happy to say, and uh, the... Uh, The wife was extremely touched. Mm -hmm. She came out and she was just weeping in the proper ways. And she just said, thank you so much. And her husband was doing kind of that stoic thing of I'm not weeping, but I will not speak because I might start crying thing, which is an incredible uh, compliment, I think, from somebody who... I feel, was probably dragged to the theater uh, when it comes down to it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, it's been being received very, very well. And uh, it only has three more performances, tonight, Friday, and Saturday at 7.30. Mm -hmm. And we do invite you to come check out something that means so much to us. support the students, yes. Absolutely. Mm And now we've got two very special guests here in the yes, studio. Yes we
2: do. These are lovely ladies that I have invited today and <laughs> I worked with them a couple of years ago and they're from The Women of Will and that was a all Shakespeare uh group of women that got together to do an all female uh, all Shakespeare wow i don't know what that meant but an all female cast of a shakespeare play and i had an opportunity to be in julius caesar with these ladies uh, a couple of years ago and i was so inspired by the strength i had just moved to cedar city and i was trying to find where would i fit in and what group would i would i be able to merge with and i found these wonderful women and I've seen, and last year, what was the play that was last year? Uh, Pericles. Pericles. That's right. Thank you. And I uh, think
1: I recognize Pericles yeah, from that. right there.
2: <laughs> It was beautiful, and the growth. I just saw. Oh, it's it, every. I think every year it's going to grow because I think women need this right now, and the reason I invited these guests on today is because I have I really enjoy what is happening uh, in our our society today with women. I think it's about time, and I think we have so many wonderful women that we look up to and mentors that we, we want our daughters to emulate, and that is happening right now in theater. And there's a thing called Swan Day. And I had never heard of this before until I moved to Cedar City and I went, Swan Day? What? What is it, a bird? And what it is, is Support Women Artists Now Day. And this is every March 30th, the last day of March. They celebrate this all over. I understand it's a national thing right now. And uh, it's, it's artists, women artists supporting women artists. And we need each other. And I... To kind of do my own segue because Michael's always doing his segues on this show, <laughs> I thought, you know what, it's my turn. And I recently, well, a few years ago, I had an experience where I had to uh, stand up for myself as an actress. I am 46 years old. I am middle aged. Yes, middle aged. Hit middle age. Believe it or not, Michael. And I decided. Well, most I, people still. Look I at me decided and say, How did you I wanted her? to pursue <laughs> acting, and I thought I'm most of the people around me thought I was insane for wanting to go into this at such a late age. And I've raised my children and I had chosen a different career. And then now I'm thinking, you know what, I really want to follow my passion. And I can, even though I'm almost 50 years old, I can do this. Well, recently I had an experience where I had a director uh, who did not like the fact that I was a woman. And I was shocked. I had never experienced anything like this in my life. And what I'm not one to say, oh, women are better than men, and, you know, and, and um, my stand on that. But I believe that we're so equal. And so, and I do think there's a lot of ways we are stronger. But I had to endure so much after these rehearsals. And, and it was so, so uh, emotionally draining for me. And I thought, who am I going to talk to? So I contacted somebody that I'd met. She's a professional actress. And I messaged her and said, I need help. What am I doing? Am I, is this something, am I crazy for pursuing this or should I just stop and let this, you know, person that thinks that he can overpower women, you know, get the power and get the control? And she said, no, find your voice, speak your mind, stand your ground and do it. And so I went back and I did it. I did it. And I thought, you know, this I needed some, another woman in the arts to help me, to uplift me, to motivate me, because I needed that support. So it doesn't come down to, you know, women are greater than men. It comes down to women need to support women. And there's so many wonderful men out there that are supporting women in the arts. But the voices need to be heard. And I know, I mean, just from my little experience, and I had experienced stuff in my whole life about that, but I thought this is so important to get this message out. And then I found out that they were going to celebrate Swan Day in Cedar City. And I went, oh, yes. <laughs> and I thought, let's get the word out what this is. So welcome, Caitlin Mills thank and Alexana Stavros. Thank yes, you. thank you for coming today. Would you please inform our listeners what is Swan Day?
3: Uh, Swan Day was started, um, or has taken off with mm-hmm. uh, Statera Arts, uh, which is an organization dedicated to women's parody, uh, in the theater. And, uh, and so they have created this national holiday, uh, called Swan Day, Support Women Artists Now Day, where Women artists across the nation, and I believe internationally now, uh, internationally they are encouraging women to hold art events, whether it's putting on a play or an art show, Um, and we are doing an art show and cabaret at the Off the Cuff Theater in Cedar City, Uh, and that will be this Saturday, March 30th.
2: Off the Cuff. Now, what is Mm -hmm. Off the Cuff? For for our St. George, you know, people that have no idea what that is. Of course.
4: Yeah. So it's an improv troupe that has uh, kind of exploded in Cedar City. It started (laughs) at SUU, um, and it's helmed by uh, a husband and wife couple who loved improv and decided they wanted to, and and their friends, I think.
3: Yeah, Wendy and T.J. Penrod and their friends. And they
4: um, anyway, so it's this uh, improv troupe that sprouted at SUU and then uh, stayed and they have made some really great strides. And they reached out to us and asked if they if we could partner because they heard, you know, we're good friends with Wendy and Mm -hmm. all of them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she reached out to us and asked if we could do a swan day event together. So Fantastic. we're doing it. So they're kind of hosting and, you know, we've done, we've gathered people from our community, which we decided was not just Cedar City or St. George. It's yeah. kind of all over the place. Yeah. It's people, women in our communities. So whether that's yeah. family or there are a lot of uh, artists from up north who are coming down to perform or who mm-hmm. sent things to us that oh, they wanted wow. exhibited in the in the art show and it's so now, really how many
2: cool. different um, exhibits will there be? I mean, is, you say it's a cabaret show. Yeah. What, what? Yes. Is it? Tell us more about what will be displayed.
3: So we're going to display all sorts of things. We have uh, photography. We have quilts that uh, that women have made. Original. Yeah, oh, original. No beautiful, pattern. Like or, no pattern. That's quilts. a talent. Like yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We have a friend of ours does these incredible. Uh, Cross stitch pieces that have really funny sayings on them. Um, I blackout poetry. Yeah, blackout poetry, which is this really cool um, form of poetry where you take pages of books and you create your own uh, poems by by blacking out the words except for the words that you want to create a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually they include artwork, you know, on on the page as well. They're really beautiful. Uh, we have writing samples, of course, for the cabaret, we're going to have, uh, songs, some monologues. Um, we are reading a piece from a staged reading that women of will is doing in April, (laughs) uh, that we're doing in April that is about domestic abuse. Mm. Um, And so we are reading a piece from that.
4: Which was written by a woman, a local Cedar City woman, whose daughter suffered some pretty terrible domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Um, And she wrote a book and then turned it into a play and asked Mm -hmm. us to do a stage reading. So we decided to do like a little
3: preview. A little preview of that. that.
4: fantastic.
3: Yeah. Um, And just so many things. We've got calligraphy and... Knitting and uh, paintings and just so I mean, now is everything.
2: this is Swande just a celebration or is it also to get funding for projects? What 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 do we all do at these?
4: So the idea is we want to support women artists, which is you know we want them to be visible. We want to see their work. We want to celebrate their work. We also want to provide opportunities for them to be seen by potential patrons. Mm. So while we are not personally taking any like we're not exchanging you know we're not selling anyone's art for them we are allowing them to uh list their social media handle so that Ah. if somebody sees their art and says wow i love this this is so different Mm -hmm. or this is so unique i love it i want something like this they can reach out to the artist and commission them
2: fantastic fantastic now do you have you seen a great outpour in cedar city of and and you said it from all over not just Cedar City. So, yeah. where else uh, do you have people coming in from? Where that are from going to display?
3: Salt Lake, Provo. Salt Lake. Uh, oh, we have some local art. Some local Cedar City artists.
4: Uh, we have some um, art coming in from uh, Seattle. Seattle. Uh, mm-hmm. We have some uh, family. Yeah, some family yeah. members up there who wanted to be involved. So oh, we yeah. Send mm-hmm. what you yeah. have
3: and.
2: Now and there will be entertainment. I am assuming there will be entertainment. <laughs> it's a We've got some great
3: songs lined up. We have musical theater songs. People singing with their ukuleles. <laughs> Just it's going to be a whole plethora of uh, of art and of a bunch of different styles of art and performance.
2: Now both of you are members of Statera. Mm-hmm. I yes. hear and can you explain to our listeners what is Statera? Uh,
3: Statera which is now Statera Arts officially oh, yeah. cuz they combined with Women Arts who first started Swan Day. Oh fantastic. Um, they are a you, um an organization an international organization now I believe uh-huh. okay. uh, that is dedicated to gender equity in the arts and gender parody mm-hmm, uh, not parody but parity <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, in the arts um, and they were started by uh, Statera Arts was started by Melinda Funstein and Shelly Gaza and Sarah Greenman uh, who are some wonderful wonderful women who um, who first started this beautiful organization that has just taken off in the last few years and <laughs> It's it's just such a beautiful—they do such wonderful things for women So if someone women in became a
2: member of Terra Arts, what would they do being a member of Terra Arts?
3: Uh, there are conferences. Oh, fun.
2: And it kind of
4: mm-hmm. depends on—I mm-hmm. uh, think one of the biggest things that they've done in the last couple of years is try to create a network and a support mm-hmm. system so that it's easier to find— Organizations that are friendly to women and to gender parity, mm-hmm. and um, so there's mentorship program. Uh, they do have a conference every year. I think it's every year mm-hmm. now, and it's just so inspiring and so uplifting. And uh, it's a really great opportunity for artists to find each other mm-hmm. and then together. and i'm
2: assuming this would be playwriters uh, or playwriting uh actors mm-hmm. and any directors artistic directors mm-hmm.
3: artistic directors producers yeah just stage management it's mm-hmm. pretty much
4: anything in it's i think
3: very all-inclusive yeah mm-hmm.
4: and they actually that is partly what uh inspired women of will Yeah. Ah, yes. We we are very (laughs) far together. Yes. It has a special place in our hearts.
2: Now, both of you are from Cedar City. Is that correct?
3: Uh, I oh, We faces. both live there. <laughs> yes, I don't know that we are from there, but we uh-huh. live there now. We weren't born and bred, but yes. we claim it as home now.
2: Yeah, yes. you're living there yeah. now. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and are you both from SUU? Did you both graduate from SUU? And, yes. Okay. <laughs> and are we both actresses, too? Uh, I
3: Yes, um, I got my BFA in classical acting wonderful. from SUU. Okay.
4: And, and I dabble. In acting, <laughs> and now producing. There you go. I yeah. love it, and it's. Uh, it, I didn't. I didn't choose to study it at school, but I have found my way back. You to found it. your passion. Yeah, yeah.
2: So. yeah you got to be passionate about it. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're both mothers. Yes. yes. Right. You yes. have you have these families that are growing, and yet you're still finding the time to pursue your dreams in in the arts. Yeah. Do you find that with Statera and with this Swan Dance Gathering? There are a lot of women who join who think that they couldn't do it, and then they're surprised that they could.
3: Yes. Oh, I'm. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Would you
2: have a story to share that? Uh,
3: well, you, when we did, for example, and I don't want to speak too much on Statera's behalf since we're members, but we're not leaders in their organization. But um, I was. We
1: have had Melinda. Uh, yes. Funstein on the show before talking about Statera, mm-hmm. so this yeah. is not a new subject.
3: Yeah, so. exactly, and and it and it is wonderful, but I I do know uh, at least with women of will, mm. uh, in our experiences, we have had, um, we've had women who, they, they stopped acting, and they they might have gotten their education in acting, but then they stopped because they had kids and mm. they didn't think that they could do both or there weren't they didn't have examples of women who were pursuing both a career and
0: families
3: Mm -hmm. or and having families and they didn't have those examples and so they didn't think it was an option where Mm. I think we've been fortunate enough to have examples of women who are artists and mothers and leading companies yeah. all at the same time
2: all at the same time yeah
3: and it's hard but it's uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> worth it <laughs> and it's and it's worth it to set an example for those coming after us yes too.
4: well in yeah. a lot of it you know, I think a lot of women we saw this actually with Caesar. Oh, Close to mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. Uh, we saw this a lot with Julius Caesar actually, mm-hmm. because we wanted women like yourself. We wanted a nice variety of age and experience. And <laughs> yeah. It was it, it was really <laughs> was um, it fun. It was really yeah. important to us yeah. that we have that we have that. Um, and to give opportunities to women like Caitlin mentioned who don't think that they have a place in the arts anymore because they've had children or mm-hmm. because they didn't study it I, I felt that mm-hmm. way ah, yeah. but I didn't I live in Cedar City and I didn't go to school for acting so mm-hmm. I don't belong which as I say it now is so silly but <laughs> yeah, but I think exactly. that a lot of women feel yeah. that way yeah. and um so we found that when we reached out to these women and and with Pericles as well our last production mm-hmm. um there were so many women who were like, oh, my gosh, you want us? Mm. Yes. yes, yes, we uh-huh. want you. And and we had women who, you know, said, I have a new baby or I have young children and I can't find a sitter every night. And so we said, bring them. Yeah. <laughs> bring and the babies, just, yeah, yeah. We want to create a, <laughs> an environment where children are welcome yeah. and children, mm-hmm. you know, both of our children have grown up knowing that if they're in the theater, they need to be respectful mm-hmm. and appropriate yeah. and also we want them to see us working. Well, you yeah, had an
2: expectant exactly. mother in your cast last year. We did, yeah, right? She, yeah. Did she? How soon did she give birth? Right after the show.
4: She <laughs> gave birth a couple of months. Later. I, yeah, yeah, I she, think when
3: we started rehearsals, she was seven months pregnant. Uh-huh. So by the yeah. end, I think she was about Eight, a month yeah. out. That's great um, that I, she
2: found yeah. the strength she's like I can do this and, even and when I'm pregnant Amazing! I'm amazing <laughs> yeah and she's
4: performing yeah. in swan day yes she oh
2: is. she is yeah. what she what will she be doing
3: I believe she's singing, she's singing. with her ukulele so she's so,
2: coming back yeah. it's, oh absolutely. fantastic
3: well and to kind of I mean uh, in the same topic to kind of go back to your original question about Statera I know that I was one of those women who I was nervous to have kids and I wanted a family, like I wanted kids and I was nervous to make that happen because I didn't have very many examples of, Mm -hmm. (laughs) of women who are acting and, you know, and having, or, you know, and having kids and all of that. And so Statero was really instrumental in my confidence growing of, oh yeah, this is absolutely absolutely something that I can mm-hmm. do and I know we both went to one of the Statera conferences and we brought our six month old, uh, no, old eight and nine, eight, you and brought nine your month baby old with babies we brought, we brought, um, yeah we both brought our babies with us and it was one of the most beautiful experiences that I've ever had and we both showed up kind of nervous about uh-huh. it and so just unsure if we felt embraced and, but with the
2: babies we didn't yeah. Feel, yeah we didn't
4: yeah. want to we didn't want to disrupt anyone's yeah. experience so oh we really you, worried but you enhanced mm-hmm. it Oh and my it goodness! Just, it was so beautiful That's, Amazing. that
2: is wonderful we're gonna yeah. go to a commercial break sure. soon but when we get back I would like to talk with you more about women's role in the arts I and and some experiences you've had as women artists so we'll get back right back to that We'll be right back. As I'm talking to myself here, I don't know what I'm saying.
3: (laughs) I'm Sarah Schneider for Early Music Now. Habsburg emperors loved music and staffed their court orchestras with the best and the brightest. Our next show introduces composers from Flanders and Italy who made their mark on the imperial court in Vienna. We'll hear secular songs by Jean Guillot and Jacob Reynard, plus instrumental works by Neri and Bonamente. That's next
0: time on Early, Early Music now. now. Thursdays at 11 on Radio St. George 100.3. Affogato Gourmet Coffee. A sponsor of DSU Radio is currently nominated in eight categories for the best of Southern Utah. Affogato Gourmet Coffee offers gourmet coffee, smoothies, pastries, and keto-friendly offerings. No artificial ingredients, no dye, no fake stuff. Only organic ingredients when possible. And live music and jazz every Sunday from 11 a.m. till 1. Behind Tropical Smoothie on 10th East and Red Hills Parkway. Affogato Gourmet Coffee. <sighs>
1: Utah Youth track and field registration is open until May 8. Register for this free event by going to sgcity.org. Children ages 6 through 15 can compete in select age groups for the track and field event of their choice. You can find more information at sgcity.org sports and recreation. Be sure to register early because registration
0: will close on May 8. Get your child involved with Brooks Buddies Kids Club today. For only $5, your child will get free admission to all DSU home athletic events, opportunities to meet athletes and coaches, be on the field with the players, and much more. Register online at DixieStateAthletics.com or sign up at the Brooks Buddies Kids Club table on the south side of the stadium at any home football game. Tips topic, issues, and positions. Hi, this is Dr. Bob Oxley, Professor of Applied Sociology here at Dixie State University. And each week, we will give a complete overview of a topic, the issues that surround that topic, and special guests that will address their position on that topic. Tips, Fridays at 3 and rebroadcasts on Saturdays at 5 on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. Listen to The Pulse, Saturdays at 11 a.m. on Radio St. George 100.3 FM. Welcome back to Radio St. George 100.3 with On the Arts. And now your hosts, Michael and Christina Harding. And we're back. Hello, hello. Continuing our conversation about yes. not
1: only Statera, which we have been talking about quite, quite a bit here, mm-hmm. but also about Swan Day. Do I have that Swan correct? Day. Uh, mm-hmm. Swan Day on Saturday. And also just uh, some personal experiences as to mm-hmm. what's going on out there and some exciting developments out there in the world of the arts.
2: Yes. And we, in the studio today, we have Caitlin Mills and Alexandra Stavros. I love that name. (laughs) (laughs) I always want to say Alexandra every time, but it's Alexandra. I like that. (laughs) Yes, I bet you've had it. (laughs) So we were discussing uh, some experience, and you were talking about how you brought your babies to these uh, Statera conferences, and you were nervous, but then you found that you were embraced when you brought your children with you. And I I can see a lot in in our community around here. I did a lot of, uh, for years with my children, because I couldn't really go anywhere, I would support the local theater, and I would bring my children with me to every rehearsal, and I would bring them and put them in the little swings, and they would watch me perform. And maybe I traumatized them, I don't know, because they don't like theater anymore. (laughs) But they grew up watching that, but they watched me. I still wanted to follow my passion as much as I could, but I had to stay at a local level, uh, just because of, you know, jobs and all that, you yeah. know. Yeah. But but isn't that interesting that that's how my thinking was back then? And I look back to my past thinking, oh, I, I couldn't have left. I, you know, I had to stay here, but I could I could have gone. I could have sprouted my wings, but I put those limitations on myself in my 20s instead of saying... Yes, I can go achieve this and, you know, take your family, go achieve those dreams with your children. And then our daughters will see us doing that also. And I, I think that that's so important. I always say that word important, but I have seen this. I've seen, when I did Julius Caesar, too, I saw the 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 friendships that grew out of this. And I've even seen it in in, in St. George, in our community here, the friendships that are growing among women, helping and supporting each other. So we have an artistic director over the stage door right now who's a woman, and she's wonderful. This woman runs this theater, her own advertising, and she has a small daughter. She's raised, and she has older children, but she's done it. And we brought her into the studio, and, I, and it, that inspires so many other women that we can do this. I know there's a, a lot of our... Uh, people around town that do their own studios and their women and that support group that we need to have in helping each other instead of, you know, putting each other down for that, lift each other up. That's what we're going to be doing. And so uh, I would like to hear some experiences that you women have had, uh, just as you faced, both you ACT and Caitlin, and what are some experiences that you've had of watching other women that have inspired you? To want to go back into acting?
3: Oh, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I never really left acting. Um, but much to your point, I I am also in a situation where just the age that my that my son is—he's three. Uh, he just <laughs> turned three. Uh, it is really difficult, and I could and I could leave. I could audition for other places, but I think it would take a toll on my family that yeah. I'm not necessarily willing to um, willing to put that on my family right now. Yeah. I think when he's in school, it'll be a lot easier and <laughs> uh, stuff like that. Um, however, I I do see women who are acting, who bounce around uh, with their children. And it's incredibly inspiring. Mm-hmm. And I think because I know that I'm not necessarily in a position to do that for, and I think everybody's uh, everybody's situation is different, um, but personally I don't feel like that's an option for me right now. Yeah. And so we are creating our own art, and we're creating our Aha, own opportunities. That's the key, creating and that's, your own opportunities. Yeah, and, that's, yeah. and then I think that's very important to to be able to create your own opportunities and not ask permission <laughs> to do your art. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, Alexana, you had mentioned that uh, you said this wonderful statement. And could you say that again about seeing your dream, you have to go do it? Or?
3: Yes, well—
4: <laughs> We one of the things we realized when we decided we wanted to start Women of Will is that you have to be able to see something in order to achieve it, mm-hmm. or believe that it's achievable. So we are trying to create those the, that visibility for women who maybe don't believe that they can achieve these things while they're, you know, mothers of young children or mm-hmm. whatever those limitations are, and some of them are very valid. Like Caitlin was saying, like sometimes you can't leave town, but that doesn't mean you can't create, create. art, and it doesn't mm-hmm. mean that you can't uh, explore and express your passion. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's been the most inspiring thing for me because I've I've all of a sudden I've rediscovered my love of acting and and other artistic pursuits that mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have if I hadn't seen some of these women at Statera and then and you know in my own community it's like. I would inspire someone else, and then she would inspire me right back. Mm. And then I would feel nervous about bringing my child, and, you know, Caitlin would say, why? Just bring Uh, that. I'm bringing mine.
3: (laughs) And yet I get nervous about bringing my child (laughs) pieces
4: too. (laughs) But because we've created that, we've started to create that environment, we've seen other women say, you know, I can't do, I can't be a lead in this production I have children who need me. I need to be home in the evenings. But I can give two nights a week. Or I can give Tuesday nights. I can give one night a week. And so we've said, great. Welcome. We have a role for you. <laughs> we have a job for you. We'll take what we can That's get. Great. And we want, we want to give those opportunities to other women. And yes. it's been really, really exciting to see how many people, how many women have been inspired by now, that. Now,
2: how many were in uh, your production last year of Women and Will?
3: Oh. Pericles eighteen? Yeah. I think. I so. Somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And uh mm-hmm. and you performed this at the uh it was the museum? Yeah. The Frontier Homestead. Yeah, Frontier State State Park. And they've been a they've been a great support, haven't oh, they? Yeah, yes. they've project. been
4: wonderful.
3: Yeah. And we will be uh our upcoming production mm-hmm. in October. We are doing the comedy of errors. Again, oh. all female. Or oh, all, women. all women. Um, all women. all women and uh, and at the homestead again. We'll at the homestead yes, again. We'll Wonderful. Homestead we had
4: such a lovely so. experience with them, and we just mm-hmm. we wanted to, Want to take it back there, go, one, uh-huh. go at least one more time. We have really yep. had a good time. And
2: this with them. this uh, Women of Will is not just to Cedar City people in Cedar City. You'll cast Absolutely anyone, not. even if someone lives mm-hmm. out in Ivan's. Mm-hmm. And they they say I can only come one day a week. You'd be like, well, we'll work we'll yeah, work great. you in. Yep. great, just Got come. Got a for you. And yeah. that's that's wonderful because yeah. I know I, I know that uh, we had Heidi Lee on. She started the uh, Santa or what is it the, uh, Shakespeare, in the, the park. Shakespeare in Santa Clara
1: Shakespeare in the Park. park. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we're trying to get oh,
2: those. Yeah, cool. just barely started. And she just decided, why not? Let's just do a Shakespeare. Yeah, so exactly. she cast the whole yep. community and they they're giving doing a little presentation in the park. Well, it's not going to be little. I've seen the costumes; it looks pretty amazing. But they just had people volunteer. To yeah. come and put this together. So, awesome. what makes Women of Will exceptional and, and unique is that it's all women. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. I have to say something. I have to say something. Now, I recently, when I did Julius Caesar, mm-hmm. I had somebody say, now, uh, who are, what are you playing in this? And I'm, I'm, I'm playing me. That's what I had to say. And they said, wait a minute. All women. How can that be? <laughs> Explain that to our listeners. Why? Why all women?
4: So... Well, sure. Yeah, I got go that, for uh, it. It's a
3: multifaceted. It <laughs> is. It is. Um, well, as I'm sure many of us know, Shakespeare uh, did not write many fem- like many women's roles mostly because of logistics because women were not allowed to be on stage at that time. And um, and so if we however, because of that because Shakespeare started as um, Shakespeare is ripe for gender play where men originally played women in all of in all of Shakespeare's productions in Shakespeare's time. So why doesn't it make sense in my mind it makes perfect sense for women to be able to play men's roles too yep. and <laughs> and so in my mind there's not really a difference yeah. but I think it it's also important to, it's we play. So <laughs> yeah.
4: one thing that we we discovered when uh, when we were getting ready for Julius Caesar is that we didn't need to change pronouns. We didn't need no. to. We didn't need to actually change a whole lot because we, rather than saying I'm going to play a man, mm-hmm. it was like I'm going to play objectives. <laughs> I'm going to play like. Yeah. How and, would this feel yeah. if my friend?
3: like betrayed me. Like it was things like that 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 it unlocks the the humanity of the character, I think. That the gender doesn't matter as much as just playing real people with real objectives and real things at stake. And and it also it's incredibly freeing as a woman to play these roles that have a much I mean, I love many of Shakespeare's women's oh, yeah. roles. like yeah. There are tons that like are just on my list of roles that I would love <laughs> to play one day. But also playing, for example, playing Pericles last year, I've never, until that happened, I had never had an opportunity to play such a meaty role oh, as, yeah. in a Shakespeare play yeah. as a woman. Not that there aren't those roles, but just where I am in life, my age, all of those factors, mm-hmm. um, I have not been able to play a great meaty role like Pericles, <laughs> you know, ever before. And it was incredibly freeing to be able to not worry about like, oh, I have to look pretty or I have to like play the ingenue or change your I voice have to like register, change my or... voice register, which people have told me that before because I have a low voice. Like I've had comments that like if I... Not recently. Okay. This is mostly in my in my education. Sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> Sounds yeah. Familiar. That that it's like oh, if you want to be taken seriously as a as an ingenue or you know as a romantic mm. lead, you have to like change your voice. Which like to talk like Snow White, right? Which like I I'm a romantic person, and also I have a low voice. Like, yes, it, and it's they so don't have to and, be mutually exclusive. Yes, right. Anyway, so it it has been incredibly freeing being able to play these roles that don't have stereotypes or you get to break out of the stereotype mm-hmm. of like what you should be or what the role should mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. that is just dumb in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. <I don't> <laughs> well, and Very I, eloquent. Uh,
4: yeah. Well, and I found, um, because I did play a woman in Pericles. I played Dionysa, who's basically the villain. Yeah. Um, she's sort of one the of wickeds. <laughs> one of them. More there are, there's yeah. more than one. Um, but I was impressed with how how freeing it felt to be surrounded by women artists on stage, and how how safe I felt to explore some of those mm-hmm. motivations and objectives that I may have felt I may have felt that way, you know, in a in a cast where there were men as well. But it was a really beautiful experience to mm-hmm. try and uh, dig deep into that. Character surrounded by women,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. and I think you point. know. I think for our audience too, if if they've never seen an all women production, they need to go see one because then they'll understand what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because I, I know on the surface they just say that doesn't make sense, but once you see it and you start, you become involved in it and it, does, you don't even know who was, you know, you don't even see gender anymore. You see people. Exactly. We actually had mm-hmm. a
4: young girl. So we had a, a very young, I think she was maybe eight in our, uh, Julius C, in our Julius Caesar performance. Um, she raised her hand and she said, I don't understand. So we had to talk back after the performance uh-huh. and you know, Julius Caesar is mostly men. It's a, it's a war play. Yes, you know, like politics, war. It, you know, it's a lot of fun. So yeah. much fun. Yeah. But this little girl who was maybe eight years old raised her hand and said, "I don't get what the big deal is. <laughs> like, why is this different? Because, like, Antony was awesome. Like, she didn't. She it was, just. She didn't understand. She mm-hmm. didn't understand why some people were. Uh, you know, had, we're unsure why we were doing mm-hmm. this. or mm-hmm. It just didn't even compute for her because, you know, out of the mouth of babes. Yes, yeah, It just didn't matter. And she isn't that true? A child a can show. play anything. Yeah, yeah. and
2: yeah. we need to be more like children. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's <laughs> fantastic. So now this Saturday is Swan Day. We'll get mm-hmm. back to that. Yes. And what time does this event start in Cedar City?
4: So the doors open for the art exhibit at 630. And then the cabaret performance will start at seven.
2: At seven. Now, do is this going to cost?
3: Go ahead. Uh, it is pay what you can at the door. Oh. So if if you just want to come and you don't have any money, we want you there. We ah. like even if you like if you can't afford even a dollar, we still want you there. But if you can't afford To you know, like if you can't afford to give us a little more, that's Mm -hmm. great too, and we absolutely welcome that with open arms. (laughs) But we just want as many people there as possible. So we left um, we left the donations open at the door, and
2: the donations go towards which organization exactly?
3: Um, Women of Will. Oh, wonderful! um, As well as uh, we are giving uh, fifty percent of the proceeds to. Um, the to the center. crisis center, the, the crisis Canyon center, Creek crisis mm-hmm. center, all fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yes. Good. So. Yeah, and and it,
2: will there be artwork that we can buy there and quilts we can buy? Um. Or is you it won't just be display? able to, So
4: we won't we won't be selling any of it for the artists. If a, one of the artists happens to be there and you want to approach her about her ah, art, you are welcome to. Wonderful. Or you can contact her via her. Uh, social media handle or mm-hmm. whatever information.
3: So we'll every, have contact yeah. information mm-hmm. for all of the artists. Oh, wonderful. Even if they are not there in person. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, you said that when you ca- uh, you cast uh, with Women A Will, we'll go back to that now. Great. Uh, you had the professional actors were in this production and also uh, just community members. Mm-hmm. And so it's a mixture. So people don't need to feel... If they're, they've never acted before, that they haven't got a shot. That's very
4: important to us.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's part of our mission. Is oh, that, fantastic. Is we want a mix. I didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. <laughs> <but> no. <laughs> no. That we want We want a mix of, of professionals, students, women who used to do theater and haven't for a while. Mm. People who have never done Shakespeare before ever, who have never done theater before mm. ever, but... And, you know, and it's, you know, it's not just about the casting. We also uh,
4: we've extended that mission to stage management and all of the technical parts. Mm -hmm. Like we want as many women artists as we can in the cast and crew. Oh, yeah. yeah. So and it's and we're not, you know, we're not against men at all. No. We love, you know, yeah, we've no. all had lots of support we from our husbands. go to women and, first. Yeah, yeah we, we just go to the women first because we want, because a lot of times, uh, like a woman who's never done anything in theater may want to, but is intimidated. Yes, and same, well, yeah. there's somebody else who can do it better. And we say... Well, that might be true, but come learn from her.
2: Yeah. come if yeah. you want
4: to design if you want to design lighting, we have a wonderful lighting designer who's designing uh, <laughs> you know who designed uh, Pericles last year. was beautiful. That was amazing Incredible. And we so so people who are interested in lighting, we've said, great, come learn. Mm-hmm. Come yeah. work with these beautiful, amazing, talented designers and technicians who have so much to share and so mm-hmm. much to offer. And don't worry about being intimidated. We just want you there.
2: So now, if uh, I wanted to get involved in Women of Will, you said you have a stage reading coming up in April. We do. Uh, And when will that be? Uh, April 17th. And where will this be at?
4: At Courtyard Marriott in Cedar City. Okay. In one of the conference rooms. And is
2: that free?
3: uh, Yes. I believe that will also be a pay what you will. At the yeah, door. I think that will mm-hmm. be a donation. I like yes.
2: pay what you will.
4: Yeah, yes. like, yeah there <laughs> you go. Boom. boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah it's okay. And then, and if you, when if they want to be involved in your show and your production this fall, when where would they go to audition?
3: Um, we don't have scheduled auditions okay. as of yet. Uh, they will. Probably be sometime in August, usually, mm-hmm. is when we hold auditions. However, if you want to follow us for more information, yes. we do have a Facebook page and an Instagram Yay. called Women of Will Theater. Uh, with uh, And it's theater with an R-E instead of E-R. So T-H-E-A-T-R-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is our, um, our Instagram handle, Women of Will Theater, mm-hmm. as well as... Um, as well as our Facebook page. And then we do also have an email, so any inquiries can go to our oh, email, which is womenofwilltheater, again, er, at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah. <Sorry. laughs>
2: Very good. And and also with uh, Statera, uh, if someone was listening today and thought, you know, I really, I'm an artistic director in town or something, and I want to be involved in Statera, how did they get involved with that? Um, that's a
3: good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe they can, um, I know that you can apply for membership on their website. Oh, fantastic. Stateraarts.org, I believe Um yes. okay. their okay. website.
4: And Facebook. And, and Facebook. Follow them their on Facebook. Facebook. Mm-hmm. Okay. They post the most inspiring articles yes. and, and quotes so yes. and thoughts their and quotes, photos. Everything. I love following them on social media. Yes. Mm-hmm. They just kind of inspire us. So yes. Keep
2: us going. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Remind us why we're yeah. doing Why this. we're yes. doing what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. And uh, thank you so much today for being on. I, I'm so glad to have met you guys a couple of years ago. And <laughs> what an honor. And especially as, you know, so many of our listeners and our guests that we've had on, we've had the same thing, the same theme, um, especially from the women that we've had on this show, about following their passion and doing what yes. they believed in, and regardless if they, you know, they still love their children, they still love their families, they're not giving up that, they're embracing that and taking that with them as they show their arts to their uh, to the world, and I think that is so important that, I keep saying that word important, <laughs> but it, it is, and that women, we know that we have each other, we have each other back, each other's back, and we need that, and I think it's a wonderful time for women, I really do.
1: I think it's a wonderful time to be examples to, especially the younger women out there. Oh, yeah, our daughters, yeah. One of the things that I was really touched by with our interview with Melinda Funstein, Mm -hmm. uh, and this was, oh, gosh, almost a year ago, I think a a little more than that. It was a year ago. Mm -hmm. And she emphasized what you emphasized a little bit. It's not being anti-men or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Absolutely. She said something that I thought really, uh, really resonated when she said all she wanted was for her daughters to be able to look up on stage and say, hey, there's someone like me. I can (laughs) do it. I can Um, do it. I'm not an outsider. Now, I do have a a question for the two of you. One of the things we like to do on here is to get to know the people, and you guys have done a fantastic job with the organizations (laughs) you're involved with, and and we're getting a sense of your personality. But I have a question for you. Instead of who are you trying to inspire, who inspires you? We have some Mm. very strong women in the industry uh, out there, in, not only in the theater but in the film yeah. and the music industries, yeah. um, who who inspires you to? Oh,
3: gosh. Oh. So many people. <laughs> um, I mean, on a very personal level, I think – we inspire each this other. One, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm very that's inspired what I want here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And and also like Britannia Howe and Sa- uh, Sammy Allred, who yeah. also run our organization along with us. Yeah. Um I'm constantly inspired by them. Um I'm inspired Melinda uh, Funstein yeah. or Fun- yeah, Funstein is a huge inspiration for me, especially her starting Sarah. Uh, that was very Inspirational. And then I'm also inspired by just women artists all over. I mean, Frances McDormand, and um, like, oh, she's just like a hero of mine. Uh, and uh, I mean, yeah. There's so everybody. many wonderful,
4: <laughs> I mean, as an actor, there's so many wonderful activists, like yeah. women act, you know, professional film actresses, you know, mm-hmm. who are. Who are so inspiring, who are working hard to make things different. Mm -hmm. I mean, someone who comes to mind for me is Jennifer Lawrence, you know, Mm -hmm. going to, you know, she goes to the table when it's time to negotiate and she says, I want what he's making (laughs) and there's no good reason why I shouldn't be making what he's making because it's not actually about. I know, you know, they make so much money. It's not actually about the money, it's about the equality and mm-hmm. it's it's about the opportunity. And I I am inspired by these women who are professional, who are out there, they're in the spotlight, everything mm-hmm. they do is criticized. And they're saying, Oh yeah, hey, we belong at the table, we deserve to be treated the same way. Mm-hmm. There are great opportunity, you know, there are great stories to be told, we wanna tell them and mm-hmm. we wanna be treated fairly. Mm-hmm. And that that makes me, I have two little girls, and one of them loves to be on the stage. Oh, yeah. Very, very much. (laughs) And she, there's no reason for her to believe that because she's a girl that she can't, you yeah. know have mm-hmm. a career or that she can't be a um, mommy and a doctor a doctor mm-hmm. she wants to be a scientist and a and an actress so you know, oh that of course and she can yeah, yeah. Exactly. That, and exactly she will be amazing exactly yeah. so I I love that that I feel like the industry is changing yeah in the arts all over the place yeah. and I, I love that
2: yeah. yes
1: well, thank you so much for joining us. As is for always the case, us. we're out of time. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the conversations always go, we always have people saying, what are we going to talk about? And yeah. we, always find we just go. Yeah. So uh, we will be back on Tuesday of next week. Yeah. We've got some special guests lined up. We hope that you'll join us at 4 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we hope that until the next time you listen, you'll keep your focus on the arts. Bye. Goodbye.
4: Thank you. Thanks.
0: You've been listening to On the Arts with Michael and Christina Harding. Search Facebook, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify for Radio St. George to view video and podcasts of this show or go to radiosaintgeorge.com. Join us Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 for On the Arts on Radio St. George 100.3.